Hi and welcome to another Mind Culture podcast. This is an episode with Michael Leutzenbauer. He is an engineer, a digital artist, a photographer and a videographer. We're going to talk about his process, about how you start with doing digital arts and what is necessary to do in digital arts combining with performing arts. This podcast is possible thanks to the Viral Vision Erasmus Plus European collaboration project as well as BMKS Austria and it is a part of viral art meeting conference that we host in Vienna this year in 2022. So if you like what you hear please consider subscribing, clicking the like button and let's begin. You submitted three works to the exhibition and I'm really curious if you could tell me a little bit about them. One was with ants, one was with... Uh, some kind of uh, musical installation and, and some kind of organisms. And the other one was uh, with photography. So if you could maybe tell me a little bit like how you work and, and what is driving you. Um, so why I sent you this work, is, uh, um, these three works. So the, 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 the main topic um, for this event was uh, media strategies. Um, And for me, an uh, important um, um, way of approaching uh, uh, artwork uh, is to make it um, not the artwork per se, but the, the, the instruments you use for your artwork to, uh, to have accessible um, um, you know, computers, whatever. So accessible in a way that they are affordable. So that you don't uh, work with um, computers that cost uh, thousands of euros. Um, but um, yeah, everybody can do it. So everybody can afford a an, an, uh, Raspberry Pi. So like cheap, cheap and cheaper solutions, open source solutions, things that you don't have to invest so much in, but you can start exactly. making. So the, the, the Raspberry Pi is... Uh, The cost is um, less than a hundred euros. So let's say um, with all the, the things around it, it's, it's about a hundred euros. Um, and then you have um, a full computer to work on mm -hmm. based on, um, mostly on Unix, depends on what you um, set up, but um, based on, on Linux or open software. And this is why I choose these uh, three works. So I do uh, also stuff uh, to do... To, to, um, Well, the, the the work with the photos was uh, done on the computer, uh, not with the uh, recipe. Um, but the others, um, so siblings that never met and the empire, um, that um, where the concept is from, from Roland Mauermeyer, uh, was done on recipes. And this is the reason why. Mm -hmm. It's also the situation we have in, in, in um, producing art. We don't have the, the, the big money. You don't have the family behind you. Um, and, and you can do a lot with um, this Raspberry Pi. They're super flexible. And uh, yeah. So the, the other thing is uh, I'm interested, uh, as, as I wrote you, already in, in autonomous uh, machines. Mm -hmm. So uh, you turn them on and they run. You don't have to do anything, and then they, they, they do their stuff. 
So um, therefore, that it's most of the things are somehow randomly based or as I did especially with the um, siblings that never met um, uh, to explain the work a bit. Um, so it, it uh, began with um, with reading uh, texts uh, of, of artworks and having a, a bit fun because often you need a dictionary of foreign words. And, and I thought, I, I tried to keep it simple of my things and, and um, readable. Um, but I also, I don't want to make fun out of that. Um, but um, sometimes it's, it's a bit funny in it, itself. So uh, this made me think about doing a work um, with this. So, so I did interviews uh, with um, artists regular interviews about the artwork and their, their approach as we, we do it right now. Mm -hmm. And they knew what I wanted to do with the material. So they didn't take it too serious also. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me through the process? So like, what were you asking them and how were you gathering the information and what was the process? Uh, it's, uh, it's really as as we do it. Uh, how what what is your uh, work you do and and how is your approach to art? Uh, exactly the same uh, thing. And then um, I, I made uh, this uh, installation with the Raspberry Pi. So I had a laboratory table. Uh, on the laboratory tables, I had glasses uh, with uh, small animals. Um, Drosophila, uh, water fleas, whatever. And I tracked them with the Raspberry Pi, I tracked them. So uh, there were three stations, this laboratory table. Then you could see the tracking on a screen. Uh, and then there was this audio station uh, where the interviews from the artists um, were played <clears throat> somehow because the, the, the movement um, of the small animals, the water fleas or the Drosophila, they produced signals by tracking them. They produced signals, mm -hmm. and and with these signals, I controlled the the interviews. So I started and stopped them at a certain um, randomly position. Um, so they they were really torn apart and produced a new new uh, line of um, of meaning. Wow! So this was the idea, and then worked um, brilliant. And it's also the the way we um, we see hear things, what we do with it. Uh, this, this was this playing around with with uh, meaning. So you basically use the let's say the the technology as some kind of trigger or like remix station for the materials of the interviews. Exactly, the, the, the small in animals um, mm -hmm. were used uh, as this, yes. And, and they used to, to the, the technology um, to give them the capability to do it. Uh, how do you come up on an idea like this? Sorry to interrupt you. I'm well, it curious. started... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it started with uh, this empire thing uh, where we... Uh, this is a concept by, by Roland Mauermeyer. Um, so he came up with the idea that he wanted to ants um, to build their own uh, virtual anthill by uh, playing Tetris. Mm -hmm. This falling uh, stones where you have to move them and fit them into the 
um, situation. And he asked me if I can uh, can do this, if I can um, program a tracker, and then um, yeah. Uh, for the ants, we also had um, other sensors uh, to, to measure the movements of, of the of the ants and then other triggers uh, for the stones. Um, yeah, and then then when I was working um, on on this um, tracking, uh, I thought to myself, uh, so I should use this um, more because um, uh, it makes sense to to play around with it. And sure. then the siblings that never met. Wonderful, and and the last work with the with the photo. This was a cooperation uh, with Akemi Takeya, so she's a performer in in uh, Vienna and around the world. Uh, we were working already uh, for some pieces together, and then she had a series of of uh, called Lemonism, uh, where she played around uh, with. Um, um, what was it? Like cubism, for example, and and uh, art, um, art. I'm, I'm a bit tired today. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Some art, something to do with lemon. Something to do with, <laughs> but I'm, I'm more curious not not about like what specific art it is, but maybe maybe what is the technological approach. So basically, like how you translate this, what you do, like the process in, into what you do. Well, while we started to work uh, on this lemonism project, I started uh, as a more or less as a quite regular camera operator. Um, and then we worked on, and then had uh, I had to build some stuff around this camera, uh, and then um, um, I did some work on on the way we screened it, um, manipulated the image, um, and it went on like this. And then she came up with this idea of of cubism. She wanted to perform cubism, and then we were talking, and so uh, at the end it. Uh, came out what can we do with technology and cubism so we cannot paint on, on a stage that's uh, takes yeah. uh, too much time but there is also uh, a photocubism a cubism um, field uh, and, and I said yeah well I'm a photographer and let's try it this way wonderful so and and then I, I wrote the program uh, and th this was quite challenging because uh, it was a uh, standalone so um, it was me on stage, also performing with uh, with Akemi as a photographer, mm -hmm. uh, taking um, pictures from several angles, a few pictures, sending them uh, live and in real time um, via wireless to my computer. Mm -hmm. So this this was quite challenging that that, that works. Then the computer had to pick up the images. Uh, and uh, calculate uh, a cubistic um, image out of it, and then um, uh, project it mm -hmm. wh while I'm on stage and no nobody was controlling the computer. Wonderful. And and so the interesting part of this work was on the one side the technology to get it working without having someone uh, sitting uh, there and controlling it. 
And um, so this is quite um, uh, technology related. But on the mm -hmm. other side, we had to find out how, how we, so this is more the, the artistic approach, how to deal with, with the photos we take on stage um, that we get out a, a really uh, photocopistic uh, image so that it's not a random something, but really at the end have, have a very clear uh, photocopistic work presented. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, actually, I'm really curious because you, are, you say you describe yourself as an engineer but you're also a photographer and I'm I'm wondering like you you work in Liquid Love and also you work with Akemi and you work with a lot of choreographers and artists that do performance and I'm wondering what do they usually ask you to do like what's what's the <laughs> what's... well most of them want me to document their, their piece yeah. <laughs> and when it um... this becomes in when does it become interesting for you um, well, the work with Akemi was uh, really interesting because um, uh, I could bring together my skills on, on, mm -hmm. on quite uh, lots of, of levels. Uh, so that makes it interesting. So everything you, you learned and experienced in your life bringing together in, in, in a work, and, and, um, that makes it interesting. And, and um, I did some quite different uh, things in my life. Uh, and bringing them together is not so easy, but uh, with a game it worked quite mm -hmm. quite well. And uh, yeah, work has to be challenging, and somehow it should not be boring. And then um, finding solutions for problems you uh, you create on your own this is a nice thing to do. <laughs> and uh, let's say. What is what of these things that you do like gives you a satisfaction? Like what's the what's the part that gives you satisfaction? Let's put it like this. Like what's the fun part of doing it? And why you decide to do to stay in the arts? Why do you decide to do arts and not uh, something else? That's question mark. I cannot really answer this question. It happened somehow. So uh, uh -huh. I'm. Uh, perhaps I can answer the question why I'm in in the performing arts. So I'm, I was uh, also um, at the directing class at the Reinhardt Seminar. Um, so very uh, theater um, um, related. Um, and in the end of 90s, I started to uh, photograph um, performances, dance performances. Uh -huh. And I also was working with a group uh, of uh, from the Reinhardt Seminar as a dancer and actor. Um, and it, it, it more and more tended to to um, to dance and performance. And this was the place I, I simply felt most comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, it's for me one of the most creative uh, and, and unregulated uh, spaces we have uh, and then we have a, a quite vital scene in Vienna I would say also mm -hmm. with the impulse dance festival and on, on a really on a high level on, on also on the on the uh, lower level wonderful and then the theater was too too regulated the form was too uh, defined maybe yes yes okay 
and, and somehow uh, still it is so but uh, I'm, I'm open to it of course and i'm interested to, uh, to, to work in this field but uh, yeah my home base is definitely performance and dance yeah i think it it with the theater it depends country by country because when i think for example about you know polish because i'm from poland so mm -hmm. the polish theater is is like i would consider it like very progressive whereas yeah. like i think here in Vienna, maybe theater is more classical, but maybe performance, as you say, it's more progressive, whereas yeah. in other places it's less progressive. So I think yeah. it's interesting that you choose this uh, specific field because it is uh, so open. I think it's it's, it's great. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about photography? Like, because you said you were photographing dance and performance. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little bit a photographer. I, I would say that it's my passion has always been my passion but i would love to hear from you from other people who do it who do it maybe for longer like what's the what's the exciting or interesting thing about making photos of of dance or movement dance performance and what are the challenges well uh, on a very um sportive uh it's, it's getting the right moment, of course. It's, it's uh, quite challenging. So it started with this to get get the right moment mm -hmm. to have this this perfect image. Uh, and as as I was also studying sports, um, I had a quite um, good sense of of anticipation of for the movement. Uh, so this helped me when they were uh, jumping, so more in the classical. Uh, fields uh, <clears throat> that I can get them really on the point. And I started with with Lauren Ziegler. Uh, he's a great photographer. Um, so you work together in, with him? In the in the uh, late 90s, yeah. And then I started to, to, to study um, visual media, digital arts. Uh, and, and I get a very different approach um, to, to arts in a the whole, yeah. Did it change your photography or did you continue with photography or you, you left photography after this? Because I'm, I'm trying to get myself into photographing more dance and performance and I, I find it very beautiful, but I'm wondering, uh, yeah, like I'm wondering also how do you create your own style and all this, you know, questions of a photographer. Like, I mean, technical things I understand, like I understand how to catch the right moment, let's say, or how to because I do dance, or how to set up the camera so the pictures are not blurry or or horrible, but that's that's not a problem. But the, I'm wondering about like how do you because how do you develop your own style? How do you get interested? How do you stay interested in doing it? And or maybe did you stay interested in doing it? Like what kept you doing it? And are you doing? But it you know, it, it it depends. Sometimes it's more interesting. Sometimes uh, uh, less. Um, and sometimes it's just um, nice to have the skill to 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 do um, really a proper classical photo, mm -hmm. as I did it, for example, in in uh, Linz the last uh, times, um, where I was um, on one side an artist for for the project on stage, and um, because I was there, I also did and then knew the piece. Um, uh, I also was asked to do the photos, um, 
but in that case we did more classical uh, photos so I, I really still like to do it very proper and classical on, on one side on the other side I also uh, uh, like it to to work together with uh, I don't know choreographers dancers and and find out a way what what the photo should be so they also gave me give me um, a different point of view to, mm -hmm. to the whole thing and I think that's it that, that that's so there's not uh, one uh, style uh, I sell more or less so it's I'm interested in this working together and finding out and and uh, what it what the piece what the situation needs yeah that's that's really I think the the collaboration collaborative aspect is very interesting also in any kind of art making or maybe I think in anything any aspect of anything um, but yeah thanks thanks for this because i'm i'm still how to say i'm still struggling to find you know my my way to do it but <laughs> i think this is a, this is a nice advice like just talk with the people i guess and uh, figure out if we can find a common language maybe if i understand you right yeah i think struggling is a good way to <laughs> to go ahead yeah. <laughs> for them for the ever <laughs> let it happen and uh, yeah and could you tell me a little bit like about the jump so let's say there there is photography and then the, there is i understand the next step is the video uh, i would imagine like what is for you the step from doing photography to, to doing video like what would be What, how would you describe the difference between those two or how would you describe your approach in the also in the artistic context it, it, I'm, I'm, I don't think so much about it to mm -hmm. be honest uh, because I'm used to uh, I'm, I'm taking photos since uh, I'm, I'm a little uh, child so this this is um, a lot of this of course I'm taking pictures but what else should I do here <laughs> right. and then they started to move um, um, what I did with my first uh, video work uh, I wanted to do on film not on, on video mm -hmm. so this was uh, this was important for me to, to when you say film you mean like the analog um, strip exactly, of exactly, film exactly, exactly black and white uh, was 8 millimeter. Um, so this was the the, the medium I, I I knew from photography. So I was a lot in the dark room and and, and so on. And then um, before I really uh, wanted to play around with a, a video camera, a digital one, I wanted wanted to have this um, in between try out with uh, analog film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I, um, I cannot really um, tell you how how it happened. So it, it was obvious somehow. Um, the the one the, the photos they simply um, don't move. They they're done with the moment you took it. And then yeah, I also feel like this. I also feel like I, I have. I've always loved photography, and I always loved. Uh... I don't know, the idea of catching the moment and somehow like the, the feeling that I have when I do the video is, is, but it is the same. Like it is the same kind of idea of, okay, you have to compose the frame uh, 
and you have to i don't know find the lighting find a you know good angle and and just think about how you put things together but in the end uh, the only difference is it, it it is moving and sometimes i feel like because it is moving uh it is more difficult but sometimes because it is moving it is more easy because yeah, why is it more difficult because you have to follow what's happening and you have to uh i'll say make this split second decisions and when the moment is gone is gone but it's also i find it more easy because uh i'll say i can follow like in my mind some strategies that i have for following movement so i can kind of think less than when i'm doing photography i don't know if it makes any sense mm -hmm. so like because it's video i can say okay now i do a panning shot or now i follow this character or like it's like the composition you have to make it but it's almost there are some strategies that help it to make it like intuitively and easily and it's almost sometimes more technical and less you know whereas like for yeah. photo it's it's more it's more it's more i don't know uh defined or profound like the moment has to be perfect it's 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 more meaningful almost but i wonder what's the experience yeah, for yeah. you yeah yeah i would agree it's meaningful um and and um the photo is stands more for itself it, it's mm -hmm. this this one single uh, thing that's uh, on your screen on the wall wherever um with a video film uh, you have to to lead through you have to direct it you have to uh, give it somehow a meaning mm -hmm. by choosing technical aspects like panning whatever or editing uh, making a cut here uh, and there and, uh, and so on but the funny perhaps because it's a funny story that the how I started to work with with video, uh, because um, I'm a skiing addict, so I was skiing a lot in in I don't know in my twenties. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also skiing instructor, uh, and when the, the the Jeep video camera cameras came up, um, we started to film ourselves uh, skiing somewhere up in the mountains. And then we had some material, and, and I, I thought, okay, uh, let's do something out of it. I mean, we have the, the uh, good quality pictures, um, and and I started to to um, edit uh, a video, mm -hmm. and we showed this um, at the university. So there's a, a sports club at the university, and then we we presented the video. Um, and they liked it so much that they asked me to do more stuff for different sports. <laughs> and so I said, okay, let's try it. Why not? Uh, let's see what's getting out. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started to, to do camera work, more camera work. And got money for it. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, could you tell me a little bit, like, maybe speaking of this, before we continue, I'm curious about, like, how it is, how it was back then, because you say, like, you started, you know, filming skiing. I imagine it was far less accessible back then. And I'm wondering how it is, uh, how it is now. Are you there? Uh, so, 
Uh, sorry, I thought your camera froze <laughs> for a second. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was, it was, it was, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, but uh, no, my question is, like, uh, if you had to start today, like, would you feel the same motivation? Because it's so easy now to make videos like you just take your phone make videos like you could ar I could argue that everyone makes videos so I'm wondering like what's the access then and what's the access now um yeah to be honest I I, I tend a bit more to to theory mm -hmm. uh, the older I get because it's a bit challenging it is this competitive uh, situation with uh Everybody has uh, his, his her own uh, media uh, studio uh, <clears throat> on the on the cell phone, um, so it, it's quite inflational. Um, the, the appearance of photos and videos, and uh, we, we're surrounded with, um, yeah, but it's not. Um, doesn't influence too much so the um, there's really works uh, in in situations where they make sense so i always question does it make sense this isn't it better without um but there are situations where it definitely makes sense and then it's uh, just a regular uh, approach uh, can you elaborate can you with this idea of making sense uh, now, for example, we had, um, uh, I want to mention um, a project I do with uh, Thomas Jelinek, um, where we're bringing, uh, it's a, a discussion format uh, that is live in the theater and also uh, a stream. So it's all recorded and then done live uh, for the net. Um, and there, of course, we, we have to do it with, with cameras and um, this is a clear to work with uh, this technology. Um, and to find out what can we do with this technology um, to have a, a medium that transports the, the idea behind it. So the idea is to have a, a discussional format um, for, for science and, and arts, mm -hmm. discussing uh, topics that uh, are concerning today. And where does it not make sense? For example, when you do a performance and it, it, it puts a layer on the, on the performance, um, that doesn't give more meaning uh, to it or, or is, is confusing. Or because I, I'm doing a lot of uh, documentation work, so uh, I really want to do my documentation work without an art approach because I want to do it. Um, I, I simply want to have a, a, a good work done, right? Uh, without my uh, my personal meaning to it, because that is not necessary. The, the artwork is done; it needs just the documentation of it. So what my approach is to this um, whatever performance, uh, it's not interesting. It's simply not interesting. 
it's interesting that I do a good camera job and a good editing job. That's it. So you're able to separate this well. Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> okay. And what is the, like, can you tell me a little bit about the jump from doing, let's say, doing photo and video to doing digital, um, I would, I don't know what, processing, let's call it processing with the things that you do with Raspberry Pi, the, all the programming that you do, like, uh, how, how is this jump like? Like, did you have to learn like crazy amount of coding or did you have to like invest countless hours learning things or is it is it something difficult you have to have a passion for it how how could you describe this kind of shift well that was never a shift because i i went to a technical school um so i started uh, to program when i was i don't know 15 mm -hmm. so quite young um and, and uh, quite a time before the digital natives um, came up. Um, so I was used to, to program and I always did it. Um, of course, you spend anyway, anyway, you spend a lot of time. Uh, it is a very it, different kind of programming back then and now. Like it, it's like the frameworks are different. The, the programming languages are different. Not so much. No, no. Uh, well, there are different concepts, um, but that is too technical uh, right now. There are different concepts, but uh, we also programmed in C, so you okay. still have this, still have this language, you know. Um, and then um, I prefer Python as a language, for example. Uh, this is based on on C C plus uh, plus. It's a super. Um, handy language, uh, intuitive language to program with. Um, and it's um, perfect for, for, for Raspberry Pi. And if someone doesn't know the language, like what would be like, what would be the process to get into this things? Well, I was discussing this with a, with a university because they wanted to have uh, some JavaScript framework to learn the students uh, programming and I said uh, I don't want to, to teach them this framework uh, because uh, when, when we do it we do it in Python uh -huh. because the, the, it's you can do it on a really light level you can work with Python very easily and you can do really really powerful stuff so you have everything you need uh, and uh, and it's not so much about the language it's it's, it's, it's a lot about um, understanding the concepts mm -hmm. the algorithm um, and um, not even algorithms, but uh, this, this basic ideas of, of um, um, how you approach a language. Can you explain it? I, I have an idea of what you're talking about, but I think it would be really interesting to compare a little bit like a normal language to a programming language. I think it's like, let's say I, I'm familiar with certain ideas but i'm wondering if you could name like two three concepts that you have to understand in order to program um good question i should know this but <laughs> <laughs> i didn't program now for <laughs> i'm i'm a, an on-demand uh, programmer <laughs> so i know it when i need it <laughs> right so maybe the first concept is to just use a google to search for the answers that you don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, exactly not. 
because uh, there, there are really basic concepts, um, uh, starting with super simple uh, thing uh, and uh, if question in a language, mm -hmm. you have to understand it what it does. Yeah. Um, you don't need a specific language that for you, but this is a concept. So if this, then this, if or going in a loop, mm -hmm. exactly, yeah. So these are the, the very, very foundations of, of of programming. And is there more? And then it gets, yeah, it gets more and more complicated. So this changed over time. Mm -hmm. so, so you have uh, um, this parallel calculation now, uh, where you really have to take care um, what is. Um, Processed first, um, um, yeah, things like that. Yeah, I think I stopped my programming uh, skills at understanding the concept of if and the concept of for. I I don't know. So that th the the things that you just said, and I think when it came to like ideas like pointers and and uh, I don't know what are this other thing called anymore, but basically like when you start addressing the addre addresses and not the things themselves, then I already like, I checked out a little bit. I understand it conceptually, but I wouldn't be able to use it. Like, and I think uh, this was for me a big jump, like the understanding the concept of a loop or the concept of like a, the question. I think this is uh, very simple, but when it comes to understanding uh, the way you address the machine, so, so it's a little bit, the, like when you have to understand where things are being stored in a memory of a program, then it becomes more more complicated because you suddenly have to understand how the machine works. I have the feeling exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, and I I don't use um, so, so you 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 this is a very uh, C C plus plus specific. Um, so with Python, you don't have the problem uh, with pointers. Uh, and uh, I also take care to not use them because mm -hmm. it's really, I have to come up with a result uh, in, in a defined time. Um, I understand it, of course, because uh, we were programming this in school mm -hmm. and um, we were not programming uh, computers, but uh, chips. So that makes it quite um, easy to understand to have this one defined memory and you have this list of addresses in there. And can you tell me a little then bit? Then you have to just. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. um, can you tell me a little bit about the interfacing of things? Let's say because I understand. Let's say I have my own Raspberry Pi. But I'm wondering, uh, you know, there is there are some pins, there are some connectors on it, and I'm wondering, like, uh, like what are the interesting, or let's say the how to say, not me, not interesting, but uh, common ways or like intuitive ways to connect things with each other. So, for example, if I have a camera, like if I have a sensor, if I have of some kind of sensor, or if I have uh, I don't know a computer. Like, w what would be like the to understand the how you connect this little machine to other things? What are the ways? 
that you're using. <laughs> what, what do you need? Yeah. I, would, I always would, uh, would ask you what do you need. So you, you shouldn't forget. Uh, so when I say I went to a technical school, it, it took five years of, of, of training in, in um, power supply engineering. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm used to think in, 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 in this way. So for me, it's um, totally normal to connect things. I don't, don't have to think so much about it. Um, uh, also, if I, I need a resistor, a diode, whatever, uh, I soldier it and, and, and what I need. And, and uh, um, yeah. So if you're new to this topic, then of course you have, um, I mean that there are brilliant uh, People, for example, at the, the, the digital art class, they, they, they started from zero and, and um, did in, in, in little time perhaps the more sophisticated uh, things that I did. But um, what I know is that this, uh, this approach of, of having this training of five years with, uh, with this material um, is, is a lot of help. Uh, and makes a lot of things um, you, that you no longer think about what you do because uh, it's it's not it's of course mm -hmm. it's, uh, you don't think about it. So this is why you train things. This is why you train uh, uh, dance because you, you cannot uh, stop on stage and think, okay, what do I? How do I move next? Uh, yeah, but you have uh, to know that my body capable of it doing it. Yeah. Um, you, do it and then you don't think about it so. but it's really hard to find someone like you someone that is, did study engineering and is interested in doing art like it's not it's not so simple and especially if all your friends are just dancers or you know, just just artists <laughs> and how do you even connect how do you even fish for those people that that are interested in doing it so maybe one of the solutions is the reason why I'm asking because maybe one of the solutions is just maybe learning it by yourself but of course it would be best to find people like you but i don't think it's very common it's it's i would say it's rare to well they are around some where do you find <laughs> them as i said i'm, I'm a... it's not the only way to do it i mean it is especially for me it helps me uh um, when there are um, technical issues um, to have this way of thinking uh, to come up with a solution. In, in... Mm -hmm. Can you tell me like about a little bit about the, your interests and maybe the development of the field? Like for example, like I understand you're interested in building autonomous kind of systems that uh, do some kind of interpretation of data and they can run by their own. But I'm wondering like what is what is your outlook on things that have uh, two letters in their acronyms so like ar vr or ai i'm, I'm wondering how do you see your, yourself in it and what is your outlook to these new technologies arguably new difficult a difficult question thank you um because because you can answer them on on, on, on various levels uh, it's also what do you want to hear? I mean, we have, especially for the AI, we have um, this uh, discussion about uh, this uh, general AI, 
what we just had last week um, an alarming uh, article in, in the news uh, from, from I think it was a Google developer who thought that um, there, that he saw some consciousness in in the AI whatever um, I don't see it at the moment and um, and as it is also discussed in in the, in the, the media theory, um, we we had some technologies uh, coming up in the in the nineties, and and having a certain level of development in in I don't know um, beginning two thousands, and from then on it, it didn't develop so much. So there were. Um, a lot, a lot of, of, of applications uh, built up on, on this uh, base of, of technology. But the, the technology itself didn't develop too much. Um, so all the concepts um, we now have uh, out of um, years, years ago. Like, for example? When you have a look at, at your applications on the phone uh, you use, or um, all this new media social media stuff this is all from around 2000 to 2005 i would say so there's nothing new nothing new happened the last uh, 17 years um it's just um, getting blown up mm -hmm. you know for every uh thing you have a thousand apps where you don't know which one to choose because uh, they're all doing more or less the same uh, and it's undistinguishable for you to to see what what and then the, what's the difference between them uh, and and uh, all of them collecting data and i'm curious so this is perhaps uh, i'm curious okay so you say like uh, from the user perspective now a little bit but i'm wondering from the artist perspective like i can see that let's say ar technology is more accessible there are some frameworks being developed that are let's say more like you can grab them maybe you can finally use them like that was for sure not possible in 2000 like there wasn't technology to use ar and there was also not not so much technology to use vr and even yeah and even in artificial intelligence like like there was just not not enough processing power to actually have like like i've seen the the images being generated based on words and that's amazing that you can do it now like really complex interesting artistic ish images so i'm wondering if you're following in those things those developments if, if any of this is interesting for you and if 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 yes then how and if not then why so especially for VR, um, when you have been to to Ars Electronica, for example, in, in the years 2000 around, um, there were already great works shown there. So I don't see this development in 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 the depth of the VR. I see it in the quality of the uh, output, and and there I would agree um, that the images are better now. But the concepts behind are they new? So this is the question: uh, Are they really new? And uh, for the AI, it may be a bit different. I agree. Even there, that the concepts are—it's not new. So AI is out of the fifties around this. 
but to really get it working, it, it started in the 80s, 90s. And um, for me, it's, 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 a, it's a bit difficult because uh, I know the technique behind. Right. So this is, uh, I just was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about um, going to a concert. Um, and uh, I do not have this problem with, with uh, theater, dance and, and film, but especially with uh, music concerts. Um, I have the problem when, when I'm in there, I always wanted to be on my right place and this is backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I cannot uh, listen to, uh, to a concert without this uh, being at work there. Okay. And this is a bit the same um, when I uh, have a very um, technology-based art so I always question, okay, what's, what, what is um, the machine doing? Uh, did uh, the artists understand the, the way the machine works? And this is a, a discussion. That, that is, um, there is no solution, and I think, uh, to it. It's more um, what you prefer more. So... Is it okay to use uh, um, commercial uh, applications to do your artwork? Or do you have to understand as an artist the whole process? Like, is it humanly so, and possible? Of course, because I'm, is it even humanly hmm? possible with those things? Because there's multiple people involved usually when it's a complex thing. Yeah, but, but what, what, is your, what is the message you're telling? Is then some at, at a certain point is then uh, the technology behind telling more than you as an artist? Well, that was always my impression when I went to Ars Electronica Center in like let's say the first decade of 2000. I arrived to Linz, and that was exactly my impression. Like, what, is it about the art or is it about just showcasing the technology? And that uh, that was my let's say critique at the time because of course I love I like personally I love technology but I'm also an artist but my art is more based on movement so I'm really curious can I use the technology and the reason why I never really use technology in my work or not so much is because like I can never find a place for it that will be justifiable like from the theoretical art making point of view and that was also my impression when I went in early 2000 to Ars Electronica Center, but then I heard from like artists like that was that were here on the panel on Sunday, Michaela Kavdańska, that she says that technology has evolved, like not the technology, but the art making with technology has evolved a lot, and nowadays it's it's way more making sense, so it's becoming more more mature this process. So yeah, I wonder if you see it also like this, or 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 what is your What's your thought on this? Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, uh, and also stick to the question. Uh, it, it's not about good or bad. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, about this process questioning uh, what we do. Um, that's it. So I don't, uh, I don't want 
to play this role and saying that this is good art and this is bad art. Yeah. But then definitely not. But then you need to have some kind of special mind to do this because I understand, you know, I understand being an artist of analog forms, let's say, being an artist of craft. I understand that. But then being an artist of technology, it's a completely different mindset because I, in the way I see it, because you have to really like, you, you really have to like, for the majority of time, you have to actually be very technical in solving the problems. So I'm wondering, um, maybe it's my naive way of looking at it and maybe uh, there are so many geniuses in it. But if I think of my friends, programmers, like I... They, their outlook on, on, even if it's art making, their outlook on it, it's different. It's different. It's, it's more concerned with problem solving. It's more concerned with, okay, how do we do this? Not so much about why do we do this or like, what do we do in general? So I'm wondering, how do you, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense to you, what I'm saying. Like, I feel like yeah, if you... there is this, this theory of two sides of the brain, which is completely false, but there is this, it's a nice image, <laughs> but there's this, this nice image of this one, one creative part of the brain and one problem-solving part of the brain. Let's imagine that this distinction exists. Like, how do you switch between those two? Um, to go in, uh, in a discussion. Mm -hmm. Simply like, like that. So I have it in my person to, to being an educated artist uh, and and uh, a trained engineer. So I have this both sides and, and a skiing instructor. <laughs> Let's not forget so, that. So uh, how how to bring this uh, together? Um, as I did it with this um, three works you mentioned in in the beginning. So on the one side, I want to to uh, see that or show people that there's a technology behind it uh, on the other side I want to tell them a story in a way mm -hmm. where they can uh, fall into mm -hmm. um, or with the laboratory table to, to, to start experimenting with uh, um, you know the, you have the water fleece and then you, you make an exchange and then you have the drosophila in front of the of the lens and gives a uh, different result to the audio station. And this is technology on one side uh, and it's, it's, it's a story on the other side. So mm -hmm. I had maybe a related question. You say that you're an engineer. Engineers earn a lot of money. Why are you doing <laughs> art? <laughs> To uh, learn, uh, to earn uh, even more money. <laughs> that is uh, no, not true. Uh, 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 I cannot answer this question. So, why did I start studying sports when I when I was uh, when I finished my technical um, education? So, uh, I'm interested in things, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, what are you're interested in things like what channels do you use to learn about new things? Any. Mm -hmm. So what uh, I really try at the moment is to, to uh, get in touch with uh, the younger generations. Um, 
to see that their perspective. Uh, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm I'm out of uh, a time when we we had one uh, in 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 the student hostel one phone on the floor, and we had to manage who who calls, who phones, whatever. So this was a really social activity, and now you have uh, at least one cell phone with you uh, constantly around. So uh, and and then people who grew up with uh, as, as as digital natives as, as we call them from from the two thousands on about, uh, they have a different um, view to the world, and and I want to learn this this uh, view. I want to understand it. Uh, because I cannot see it natively uh, mm -hmm. that way, uh, so I want to get in touch with them and, and uh, see their solutions to to the, the problems around. Uh, this is one channel, for example. Then we have this normal channel. I also use uh, a lot of, of YouTube tutorials. Yeah. So this is more the yeah regular way to learn but uh, anything uh, around is, is an instrument to learn right <laughs> i would say yeah i mean i'm also big passionate of learning uh, and learning anything i can and just the only the only thing that i see standing in my way is maybe the resource of time like that's the only that's the most uh, how to say resource of time and when it comes to learning movement resource of energy too but it's mostly the time like the if 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 i can like the beautiful thing about doing art is that somehow you can combine the learning with with something that is you know uh useful for the certain projects so you can make you can use the projects of art making for learning but generally if i want to combine learning and management it's it becomes you know more more difficult because uh, you know there's things that you have to do there's things that you're passionate of doing and there's yeah but then the, then there comes the age and the, the the experience and some things get uh, uh, get more easy mm -hmm. uh, others not <laughs> of course right. so cool yeah uh, <laughs> If you, if you had any advice for people who want to do something that you do, like what would be your advice? So let's say you have someone, someone who loves your work and wants to do work like you do. What would you be your advice? I mean, if you want to do um, this combination of, of uh, bringing uh, technology into artwork, um, Try out, fail, try out, and, and, and fail and try out. But what would be like, what would be like the steps? Let's say the first three steps that you have to take. Let's say you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing. Like I just ha having having an idea, mm -hmm. and and following the way. So um, it's very depending on on the on the problem. I mean, if you want to. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily that you do do a great uh, computer work, um, uh, and it's not necessary that you're a, a good programmer. That for, mm -hmm. uh, and you need the concept, the idea of what it, 
forget the technology, forget all all about that. You know, think about what do you want to show to tell. Can I have a follow up question then, to this? Yeah. Uh, you're talking about concepts. I was wondering if there are some books or resources that you would recommend to to learn about thinking. <laughs> um, so I like, uh, but this is for me. No, there, there is no mm. rule. Uh, so I would recommend uh, to, to all all the the books um, that pretend that they tell you something about it. Uh, don't read them. <laughs> read good literature, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, for example, the for the siblings that never met, that this was. Um, I'm not so good in names. I should know this, but this is this is really embarrassing. I mean, the same club. Uh, the, <laughs> I think it's called the Third Policeman. It's it's a book from um, beginning 20th century, um, in surrealistic literature. Mm-hmm. By let me check it quickly. Uh, Brian O'Nolan. Not strange. Uh, I have another name in mind, but uh, well, <laughs> there he described a machine in in a cellar that was called the Eternity, and that this was the image um, for for siblings that never met. Hmm. So a machine in a space uh, down downstairs somewhere that was simply running, that was not uh, being concerned about what people do around in the world. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for this conversation. I hope uh, we can learn from this. Uh, I think as a choreographer that is somewhat interested in technology, I can follow your thinking process. And I hope our listeners can do the same. And if you like what you hear, please uh, join our channel, subscribe to our channel, click a like and share it with your friends. That was Mind Culture Podcast. Thank you, Michal. Thank you.